0: listeners and welcome to another episode of Edgeguard Cast the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake and I'm joined as ever by my co-host and good friend Jordan. Ooh 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 that's me. What what was that? Monkey sound? Uh, mm-hmm.
1: it was it was like hype sound. Uh 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 let's go. You know, okay, get, please, get don't hype. Ca- please don't get hype
0: again. I don't <laughs> like that at all.
1: <laughs> it's a uh, hype game
0: though we're playing. Is it was it has a, certainly has a lot of energy. Uh, today we played a game by the name of undefeated uh by some students at uh vantan game academy osaka Mm -hmm. um i was actually shocked so like looking at this game watching some video it looked i was like oh this is going to be like a pretty big student team if the credits are to be believed it was made by three people yeah which kind of astonishing actually considering yeah the product here uh it's it's certainly rough around the edges but the amount of stuff and like mechanics and what have you for three people it's like how long how long do they spend on this damn thing yeah (laughs) Uh, i'd be very curious to know um but anyway the 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 three students that worked on these are i'm going to assume japanese names considering that uh osaka is in japan and that's uh you know where they (laughs) and the other language
1: option in the game is japanese
0: yeah it's all in uh you know, Kana all over the game. Let's see let's see how I do these. We have uh Yuma Shirohara, Daigo Hyodo, and Huko Hugishi. Names. Can't tell you I've been I've been practicing my uh you know Japanese. I'm going to Japan next year. Been been taking that Duolingo, so I'm basically an expert. (laughs) Uh if there's if there was ever a language for which you could not say that Duolingo made you an expert. It is Japanese. <laughs> that's that's you. You don't even know. I've taken like twenty <laughs> lessons, man. I'm am an expert. Uh, but anyway, now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about what the what the hell the damn game is. Uh, it's a superhero game, basically. Yeah,
1: specifically like Superman. I feel like is who you feel most like. Well, You, you don't play
0: any specific, there's no laser beam eyeballs. Yeah, but it's not like Spider-Man. That that would be a
1: superhero game.
0: Yeah, there's bulletproofness. You don't take damage. Yeah, but it's not explicitly bulletproofness. I guess. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I guess I feel like it's pretty generic superhero. You fly around. There's it's not really that specific. It's as much Iron Man as it is Superman, you know, I
1: guess, but you're not where you're, it's just your Superman doesn't throw shit. He has laser
0: beam eyeballs. That
1: is the main difference, but I feel like mechanically that could be quite similar.
0: Whatever, dude. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Anyway, this is all kind of beside the point. Basically, it's uh, technically an open world. It's a very small island city Mm -hmm. um, locale. And basically, you you fly around. There's kind of like a few different categories of, excuse me, of like open world activity. Mm -hmm. There's like a destroy a bunch of shit. And there's a uh, fly around through yeah, some these some these are like time gates. challenges like yeah, and then you, you use those to level up, and then there are like missions where you I guess I uh, boss so fights. full disclosure I I I couldn't beat the second boss fight
1: haha uh, I some, couldn't
0: beat the third one <laughs> for some uh, reasons that we'll get into maybe later but yeah uh, I, I imagine we
1: will it, 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 the boss fights are surprisingly tricky yeah. Um, Even though you know the game is sort of about making you feel invincible, so all of the Mm -hmm. like, like the mobs that you run into are you know trivially trivially easy to destroy. You just mash X and you obliterate all of them. But uh, yeah, or you mash Y, or you mash Y, or you fly over them and press X once and do a dope ass ground pound.
0: Sure, the superhero land, which one of my. one of my favorite parts in the game is uh so obviously this game was made in japan so uh the english text it's surprisingly good it's not like stereotypical uh you know slapdash japanese translation bad but there are a few moments where it where it shows and one of my favorites uh is uh, I guess this is even, this is even bad translation. This is just funny. Uh, when you learn how to do like the sky, the ground pound from the sky, it sort of like tells you like, Oh, press X button to ground pound from the sky. You'll defeat many enemies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's really hard on your knees. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that, that got me pretty good. Yeah, dude, I was, I was you definitely drop
1: down at top speed and just do like a knee drop straight into the concrete.
0: Yeah. was a little earthquake. So it's hard on your knees. You know, when you're in, uh, older superhero you know it's you gonna get come back titanium to titanium knees you gotta get you gotta them replaced you gotta take care of uh your your superhero knees you know you may be invincible Ain't from bullets truth. but joint pain chronic joint pain <laughs> no one's invincible from that in fact it's your weakness your enemies yeah. can exploit it by waiting a long time waiting a long time eventually and, uh, you go down making sure you don't get proper nutrition <laughs> make sure you don't ever eat Sw- enough swapping bananas. out
1: your milk for one that is calcium low swapping out <laughs> your whole milk for skim you'll never notice
0: damn yeah <laughs> uh anyway uh, uh, fat content of milk aside yeah um
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think the first thing i wanted to talk about this game is just talk about how tight the basic like all the core uh attack and movement animations feel i just mm. like that was what um, like as soon as I started playing it, I texted you and I was like, dude, this game is badass. And the, the reason I felt that way is just because as soon as you, as soon as you start, like you learn the basic movements where you can like jump, fly, boost, and attack, it just is like, it feels so snappy that it just is like, oh, here we go. Um, and I just, I just felt like the, I really liked the, at least, you know, once we get into a little more, of the mechanically complex challenges. I did have some complaints, but we'll get to that in a little bit, but like right off the bat, it's just like, it really just like ropes you in and you're like, dude, I want to fly around as much as possible. I want a ground mm. pound, uh, and I want to smash some
0: fools. <laughs> they certainly like streamline everything in a way that it's just like, uh, so the, the combat, at least they kind of like, do some do a lot of the work for you so if you run up to an enemy and and hit the x button which is like the attack you'll kind of like zip at them and then you'll kind of just like lock on to nearby and it's kind of a like the Sonic thing in like the 3D Sonic games, where you kind of like zip into one enemy and you kind of like ping pong oh, around. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah, And You don't actually, yeah, you don't have to guide your avatar in directing those yeah. attacks. Yeah, you kind of just yeah. have to hit the first one and then keep jamming the X with If you of
1: them, you'll too. <laughs> yeah, and it can be quite fast when they're all in a close group. Or if you're doing one of the t- the destroy thing time challenges, yeah. Uh, sometimes they have the the things to destroy set up in a in like Like such a pattern that if you just mash X super fast, you'll just like zip through them at top speed. Um, Yeah. 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 I I mean, definitely the sort of like, um, the touch point for that felt much more like arcadey for me. Like that this was like a kind of arcade style game where the point is just to, um, you know, in arcade games, it's not really about, uh, teaching you that, um, you know, deep of a mechanic because the idea is you won't be playing it for very long.
0: Sure. Um, You've got to get hooked. So you got to get hooked right
1: away and then just have enough content to, you know, so you keep putting the quarters in, but it can't be so long and so complex that you have to like, you know, keep coming, like putting it down and coming back. Cause that's just not,
0: not how the arcade experience is. That's actually a good point, uh, that I hadn't considered that this, this does, it does feel like something that, uh, would be in an arcade because it's, it's really pretty simple and it is very immediate. Um, yeah. And then even and you like
1: some of the, the point systems, you know, like you get like five stars, you oh, get like, sure. like, you, you're like, get those ratings in the bottom right corner. That's like, like CBAS. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That feels
0: very like,
1: like a uh, arcade game to me. Um, so yeah, yeah there were, there were lots of ways where it felt arcadey to me.
0: Yeah. And it, which is kind of interesting because I think, um, especially early on in, in the, in the grand scheme of games, arcades were kind of like the, the big place where people could play games before, you know, home consoles were a thing. Sure. And so uh, the early game design was very, uh, very much built around, uh, arcades and, and sort of, uh, in some cases exploiting, uh, the arcade, uh, format to get a lot of quarters. Yeah. And other games that's where lives
1: life's come. Why, you know, three lives. That's where that comes yeah, from. sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, and then, as home console became, uh, more of a thing lives kind of stuck around for a little while. I mean, think about yeah, the original of like, super Mario bros. Totally. Still, I mean, there definitely
1: was like a design inertia to it, but then eventually yeah. it's like, Oh wait, that doesn't actually make sense in like the home sure. gaming format.
0: Yeah. And now we've got to a point where, uh, you know, it's, um, it's kind of a weird thing, uh, that, uh, arcade get, cause obviously arcades still exist. And uh, let me tell you, lots of games still get made for arcades or True. uh or ported from uh from uh <laughs> ios games uh, Chuck if, E. cheese is still real yeah which is which is kind of interesting that that arcade games and and sort of traditional home games have diverged in such a way that like i don't know at least in in the spheres that i pay attention to like video games people don't really talk about arcade games anymore because
1: no no really. people
0: don't care about arcade games and don't need to go to an arcade to play games. Right. They, yeah. I, care I about almost stuff feel like there's,
1: there's a kind of like, like cultural hierarchy, you know, like arcade games are seen as like crass and commercial. And if you're, if you're a designer, then you're, you're, yeah. do, you're doing, uh, games for the home.
0: That's valid. And I mean, that is also kind of a thing that, uh, could be said about mobile games is a certain yeah. uh, type It's like of-
1: arcade
0: mobile home. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not which, saying i have subscribed to this value system, sure, but it, it is one that, you know, many Exists. people do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also it, it kind of makes sense why, uh, so many arcade games. I mean, I don't know if you are aware of the fact that so many arcade games, if you go, it's just like, they just have like flappy bird clone as an arcade game or like, oh, do they, uh, I have not or seen yeah, that. they, like an funny. angry birds, arcade game, doodle uh-huh. jump, like literally they port mobile games to an arcade. Oh, that's and, funny translate the like sort of microtransaction model to uh put coins in this model but it's it's remarkable how many uh like ios games that were popular or mobile games that were popular from like two or three years ago are now like check out this big flashy arcade cabinet that's Mm -hmm. just a game you can download on your phone for free (laughs) it's kind of a kind of a strange uh premise Um, yeah dude i I always thought
1: that the reason you play arcade games these days is you can play with the the big bulky uh, interfaces that you couldn't plausibly have in your yeah. house like time crisis three or dance dance revolution sure.
0: Ooh, yeah those are definitely it's it's weird that those aren't i guess they are popular the gun ones are still popular i haven't seen yeah, a, yeah. a dance dance revolution in person in america in oh dude 10 i years. saw one at a movie theater a few weeks ago oh maybe, man maybe it was I months wonder ago
1: they, at this point but
0: they still have to make those right like and i'm sure in japan they still put out new ddr machines but i i haven't I don't know if they've put one out in America. They certainly haven't put one out for like home consoles in a yeah, long yeah, time. I don't
1: think they have, which it, I don't. Those games are so cool. I don't know
0: why. Well, the thing that's kind of remarkable is that you have a game like just dance that is yeah. u- obscenely, obscenely popular. And maybe yeah, that's the is. real thing is that just dance doesn't require any sort of special controller because, uh, yeah, that is a, a huge
1: limitation. You
0: literally just dance. I mean, in some cases, depending on the platform you like, literally you don't have any input into the game. You're just like standing in front of yeah. a, it's like a dance along. It might as well be a sing along video. Right. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I would, I would, you know, put a stupid dance mat in my living room and use it to get some exercise. Dan- DDR can be a hell of a workout. If you, uh, Dude, if it can. you can really Definitely. bust your, bust your ass. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, 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 I sort of wanted to talk about this whole arcade thing because um, it, home games especially have totally diverged from the, uh, in many cases from the uh, arcade-style design of like, uh, you know, hit you fast and hard with mechanics, and then there's not actually that much depth because you're not expected to play it for that long. Yeah, um, I think because of our sort of cultural obsession with like the value proposition of a game, and like, I don't know, so many big budget games are just sold as like. Oh, we've got over 80 hours of content such in, in a giant I, I open
1: world. Such an insane, a weird way to measure the value of a like mm-hmm. object of consumption. It's just like, like, dude, if someone told me a movie was 12 hours long, I would not yeah. spend any money on it. You could not convince yes. me to watch it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny because I had an argument with a friend recently. We were talking about what kind of games we like, and they were telling me how they don't like any sort of, uh, uh like open world games like oh i just want like a a quick like focused uh, linear game Mm. i want it to tell me i don't want to have to like figure out what i want to do i want it to tell me what it wants me to do and then interesting and then i saw the most recent uh quentin tarantino movie which is you know three hours as are all his movies Uh and one of my complaints uh, when i was talking with the same friend was like man that movie's really long and he's like he's like bad take Uh, long movies are good and i was like okay so so you you like like a three hour movie you're down with that but you uh, you don't like a long game you want he just likes
1: three hour things he wants three (laughs) hour movies three hour games
0: (laughs) that's valid hour boat tours (laughs) i'll have to bring that up to him Uh, it's the ideal
1: length of media for for him
0: yeah (laughs) but but anyway it it is kind of interesting how uh like i don't know this game i probably won't touch it again i had fun while playing it for the most part Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like there's not really a lot of depth to any of it it's all pretty fun uh for a little bit and it's like you know exciting to look at and then after a while it's kind of like you know i'm done and that's Great. That's fine. I like, so yeah. I like, you know, a, 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 quick burst of, I enjoyed that, you know, mm-hmm. that's fine.
1: Yeah. I, I think I would, uh, mostly agree with that. I will say one, the one mechanic that I felt like had the potential of being kind of like, uh, fun for its own sake was the flying. But the problem is mm. that it's the city is, you know, not big enough oh, that, you, sure. that you can kind of just have fun just flying mm. around just to fly around um mm-hmm. i i kind of like found myself uh i enjoyed flying around for a bit and then i was just like okay i've seen the whole city now it's just a matter of uh you know doing all the all the challenges sure sure yeah so i i definitely agree that the 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 combat mechanics for the most part you know because it's really not a matter of like doing it so much as like watching it happen um, Yeah. Which is super exciting at first, but it, it does it does uh, get old after a minute. Um, one thing relating to that that I just thought of I want to talk about is uh, uh, I feel like this is. Um, Uh, unusually juicy for a 3d game. Like for some reason, like I associate the concept of like juicing up a game with two dimensional Mm. games, mostly just because that's kind of a thing that indie game developers talk about. And you know, they're mostly making 2d games if you're Mm. like, if you're like a solo developer. Um, sure. uh, but I just, there were some really nice touches. Like for example, the, the motion blur from when you, uh, blast, uh, your speed dash, uh, I mean, I when you know, do virtually just,
0: anything, there's a lot of there's a lot of motion blurring going on in this
1: game. Yeah, extremely blurry. But you, is <laughs> I felt like it was most no, noticeable when you uh, sure when you boost, or I guess when you snap from one enemy to another in the attack animation. Sure, I, it also has that. Um, what else did I get that impression of? Uh, uh, something about the the just way the 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 way the the character model moves when he does his attacks i did feel like i don't know it just feels very like tight and yeah um, it's a lot of aggressive like, in a way that is really fun
0: it's um, a lot of like really sharp abrupt like <laughs> I guess yeah, that totally it's not really Which is
1: another thing that fe- feels kind of arcade game to me in a way like it almost mm. like i'm you almost are expecting something like some cartoony uh like text to appear that's like combo or something whenever you you hit like four guys in a row or
0: something i mean there literally is like a, a multiplier that will show up at times uh yeah that's Wait, like times what? eight oh, yeah it? if mm. you look at the screenshots oh, on yeah, steam yeah, yeah. there's like and it's like mm. great what is that you? It's just, it's just
1: rating up your you hero get rating you get more? those hero
0: points yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't find your, so that's one thing one mechanic we haven't talked about yet so the if you get to the a rating or higher you get a
0: special attack you can use I did not mm-hmm. find that to be useful um, did you it was it was I, hard to use if you could hit one of the bosses with it then you could get the stun with one hit oh um, is that what which was but nice you, but yeah but, you have but to it like was be hard dashing. enough to hit yeah yeah you have to be dashing and then like it doesn't like home in as much as the regular attacks, you kind of have to Mm. like aim it properly. So I was only able to land it a handful of times. It did feel pretty good when I did, because it was just like, you instantly get that, that, uh, uh, sort of quick time event where you run up and smack them and kick them around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said you got to the third boss, right? Yeah, I did. I, so, so, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say we, we, I have many things to say about the boss fights, so we should maybe, um, uh, I mean, the first thing. So I, I, found the boss fights to be a little tedious. I think that mm-hmm. they, um, the the first one is kind of exciting, but the you know it can kind of be boiled down to like two things really, like sure. chase, um, hit with range attacks, then once you stun them, hit them with uh, melee attacks. Then as you get fight the you get further in the boss fights, you do also have to be conscious of your city getting destroyed. And go Mm. put out the fires. Um, Oh, is that
0: what you're supposed to do for that one?
1: Well, that's you have to do that in all of them. But I I never once out a fire. It only becomes if you don't do it in the second one. I think it's impossible. Oh,
0: that would make sense. That's why why I I wasn't able to beat it.
1: Yeah, didn't read the instructions,
0: Blake. (laughs) It didn't. Did it say anything about putting out a fire? I don't remember.
1: It did. It was like if you're here, if you the health goes to zero uh, of your city, you lose. Uh, you can regain health by using your ranged attack on the fires oh or, what or, oh what the fuck or moving through them at dash speed oh um, god damn it the idea is like well, you're putting them out sure uh, yeah so so the the sort of like main loop of the boss fights as you get further on is balancing you know hitting them with your ranged attacks to get some damage in uh but then also keeping the city alive the, i guess the the sort of story it's trying to tell with that is that your hero is invincible so like they can't hurt you but you know mm. proverbially uh you know the hero's weakness is the people they care about or whatever so it's supposed to be like oh you sure. have to balance fighting the the supervillain with you know not letting your city burn to the ground
0: okay um,
1: I, I think it's what is is being gone for there
0: anyways. Sure. I wish I would have known about the fire thing because I well, I was having a hu- tough time with that the fire the second boss and then I started getting close and then uh I had some some very exciting glitches. Oh um, really? Did you not did you not look at the video I sent to you?
1: Oh no, I didn't
0: see it. <laughs> did what I, forget, I might have forget to send it to you. So, I think what happened is that I clipped through the so i i hit the x button to fly at him and punch him and i think i clipped into him and so uh he sat there stunned for and it's like the screen looks absolutely insane because there's like all these crazy fire and like sparks like particle effects and blur happening and uh and then as the character like became unstunned and would fly around i was just like glued to them and like it, it uh-huh. looks wild. I sent, I sent the video to you. Um, in you'll a text have to, or in discord, uh, Snapchat, baby. Oh, I haven't checked my Snapchat in
1: a minute. That's why.
0: Yeah, clearly. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that happened and then, oh so I Oh my Lord. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, looks it was like, wild. it looks like,
1: like what happens in like a sci-fi movie when you get like sucked into the portal or something.
0: Sure. It looks like you lit a, a match and dropped it into a blender full of gasoline
1: <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> just like, and, and also there's fireworks
0: <laughs> yeah uh, but anyway so that happened and so I had to slowly wait for the the bad guy to destroy the whole city uh, as I had clipped through him and then I was like alright I'll try it again and by this time this was probably like my fifth or sixth attempt at the boss uh, and then I did it and immediately clipped through him again and had the same thing happen oh, I was geez. like I'm like well huh. I think I've seen enough <laughs> Huh, uh that's
1: weird that didn't happen so it like happened when you were meleeing him
0: yeah so it's like so uh, you, when you do the melee thing you like hit the x button you kind of like zip to them and like punch yeah. them and then they fly back and it's just like zip to them and just like smack into them and then get glued to him, basically huh yeah which it's weird because i made it all the way through the first boss fight and the, the second boss fight I, I did it like several times uh, without any issue. Well, without any issues, glitches. I should say glitch issues. And, yeah, glitches, if you will. I will. Uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, and <laughs> then, and then for some reason, it happened two times in a row, and I was kind of like, I'm good. Mm. I had played the game for an hour or forty minutes by that point, so I was yeah, like, I'd 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 seen plenty. Oh well, actually, the thing that really got me is I realized. That every time I was losing, you go down in your hero rank or whatever. Yeah, so I you was do. Getting, I was getting weaker and I was like, yeah. it seems like a, a maybe not a great way to, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, penalize the player. It's like, hey, as you lose, you get weaker so that you'll lose more. And it's you'll lose like... more
1: until it's impossible and you can never get out of the rut. Yeah, yeah. it's like the equivalent of ELO hell, except it's real. <laughs> 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 except... It's a real thing. Um, sure. Yeah. So that that is one thing that I, I hadn't thought of, but uh, definitely something that uh, there's an issue with just that, like, um, you know, it, it's sort of a, a weird thing that many, especially arcade style games, take for granted, but that doesn't actually, like, make a ton of sense as a game design decision, which is, like, giving the player more abilities as they as a reward for doing better because that's when you uh-huh. if you're doing well that's when you need it the least and if you're doing mm-hmm. bad that's when you need it the most i mean that's sure. a it's sort of a a tricky cuz you want to reward them for doing well but sure. you also want the game to be uh you know reasonable balance of difficulty
0: yeah um, i mean it's become a whole thing with sort of the rpgification of every game of yeah. people were like, like oh experience wait experience if we let people level up yeah. and have a progression then they will, will play our game um, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but um, I, I watched a GDC talk by the uh, kind of like programmer designer behind the the Spider-Man 2, like PS2 game that was kind of like before the Insomniac Spider-Man that came out last year. It was kind of like the de facto mm. Spider-Man game with the good swinging. And he has this whole thing about intrinsic versus extrinsic motivators. Yeah. Yep, totally. Um, I'm pretty sure I brought this up We've before. We've talked about this but, before, yep. But he... Uh, he's like, yeah, I wanted to make sure that it was like fun for the sake of it. So we tried to have like as little upgrades as possible and not have them so that they uh, had to make it more fun. Not so that it was fun without them. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, And so, uh, you know, a game like this undefeated, I think actually was pretty fun without any extra stuff. Um, And honestly, the bonus, whatever extra move you get was like, not that much better yeah, um, or that all that useful. So, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but
1: yeah, no, I I think that uh, what what this game, what I really liked about this game was the parts of it that felt um, intrinsically motivating. Which I mean, most of it it's kind of going for extrinsic motivation. But I think what could have turned this into a game that like really hooked me was mm. further development of like the the f- movement. Um, sure, I just feel like it's really fun to to be able to, it's, it just felt like really empowering in a way, like just how, um, how responsive the ability to move is. And just the fact mm. that for some reason I really liked that it was just like tap a twice and then you're flying. Sure. I felt like that was really, um, I like how quickly you could move from running to flying. Um, yeah,
0: they, there's a pretty good thing of like, uh, I'm running on the ground. I jump up and then I just shoot off at a right like 90 yes. degree angle. Just like poof, poof. Yeah. Like, there's that something about that cool. that feels very like heroic and yeah. um i don't know what it is like i don't know you can just imagine iron man like at the earlier earlier in the hero superhero movie superheroes like kind of learning to fly and they're all kludgy and then by the end they just like can jump up and fly off yeah. shoot off a billion miles an hour yeah. yeah um yeah there's not enough like i'm a person flying around video games you know I've I, I want I want someone to put as much thought and care into uh like Superman flying around as yes uh, as Insomniac put into the Spider Man web swinging for yep. the the 2018 PS4 yeah. Spider Man like I I want I want a real good flying around game yes. um
1: and the trick will make it so it will be making it so you can uh like smoothly move between ground and flight movement and also just mm-hmm. like making the flying more interesting than just like, you know, doing loop de loops. Like
0: sure. And make it, uh, make it like expressive. I think the the insomniac Spider-Man did a really good job of that, of like letting Mm -hmm. you do tricks and also having sort of like the basic flying that you just hold the trigger and you kind of swing around Versus, and then you have like the more analog version where you can kind of dive down to build speed and let go of uh of the web at the right time to sort of launch yourself and mm-hmm. and build speed in that way that made it actually like pretty fun and and feel uh in engaging like actively engaging enough to uh actually be really fun and rewarding to get better at
1: yeah um So one other thing I wanted to talk about this game was something that apparently you didn't do. So the, the fire putting out the fires mechanic. Um, Uh. so in theory I liked it because it's like, it's like a sort of solves the narrative problem of how do you defeat an invincible or how do you have your invincible hero have a vulnerability? Um, Mm. but I just felt like it was so hard to do um, mm-hmm. like it was just really hard to put out the fires cause you have two ways of putting them out, which is flying through them at, um, at boost speed. And that's tricky because they're all on buildings. So you have mm-hmm. to come at the building from a weird angle in order to do that. Um, mm-hmm. rather than just like fly straight into the building and then stop and lose time. Um, or you have to do a range attack on them and mm-hmm. you can't lock onto the fires. And it's very mm-hmm. hard to aim the range attacks cause there's no cursor. So you can't tell what direction you'll be shooting it. Um, So I, I felt like that was a little tricky. And one thing that I found confusing about it as, as a mechanic is like in every other uh, like part of this game, the game does the targeting for you, but here, which is literally something you have to be able to do in order to beat the boss. You have to, you know, it becomes like a precision exercise, Um, and that that was weird to me
0: Um, yeah that's a valid point because like even i don't know if we fully address this but like even when you're shooting projectiles at the boss because kind of the bosses how they work is they fly around dealing damage to the city and you have to shoot them with your projectiles in the air because if you try and get close they'll fly away and then once you've hit them enough times they get stunned and you can do a melee attack on them yeah but those projectiles kind of home in on them so you don't actually have to be you have to aim a little bit but it's not super precise and you it they kind of let you get away with having shitty aim. So that well, is interesting. Wait, do you
1: have to aim at all when you're locked
0: on? You have to aim a little bit. You can't, thought, cause like, you can't just like shoot stuff. It, it won't always hit them. And there's true. like, definitely if you like lead them a little bit, they will hit more consistently. Yes,
1: that's true. So they, well, I, I think they home
0: in and I think if you aim a little bit, if you try and aim yeah. a little bit more, it'll help. I found if you're not
1: moving and you're locked on, then they'll just hit. But, yeah, huh. if, if you're doing it while you're moving, then you do have to think about it a little more.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, that was... Um, I mean, I, I I can imagine, like, a version of the aerial combat, aerial boss combat, that would just be so badass. Like, sure. Like, I was imagining, like, some version of this that's, like, like has the sort of level of, like, difficulty and mechanical depth as, like... Uh, a boss uh, games that are like really about their boss fights like dark souls or something like that where Mm. you like can you imagine like some super villain where you have to like learn their aerial attacks and then you have to even do like uh like precision dodges and in in the air uh, sure you know in in three dimensions in order to to beat them that could be rad
0: yeah Um, i and i think that like even you you mentioned that the first boss fight does feel novel and cool and I think part part of the reason why the other two don't is because they're literally the same fight, but just harder. Yeah, right? they, he and has different more color. health,
1: different color, and the the building to take damage, burn yeah. up faster. And actually, yeah. they burn up so fast that so one thing that was also confusing about the burning mechanic is so the amount of damage that him placing a fire on a building does to your hundred percent meter is less than the amount that you heal by putting that fire out. So mm. he could put 10 fires down, get you down to 50% health, and then mm-hmm. you could put five of them out and get back up to 100% health. So that oh, was damn. kind of weirdly confusing because then you actually have an incentive to leave a bunch of fires out because then when your health goes down low enough, oh, you, you
0: go get a bunch of it back all yeah, at once. Yeah, they're, they're oh, in a, interesting. a
1: place that's convenient for you to do it. Um, mm. And that mattered a lot because I found near the end um, on the third boss, I was uh, if I didn't have a group of like three fires next to each other really close, it was just simply impossible for me to raise the the city's health as fast as he was lowering it. Mm-hmm. So it it just seemed to like really come down to some kind of randomness. Damn, uh, that was tricky. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm, it, I wasn't sure if I was missing something because it, I didn't seem like there was a passive damage that the fires were doing to your
0: city. No, they do damage right when they hit.
1: Okay, that's what and I then, thought.
0: Well, so there is something. So since I wasn't putting out fires, I did learn a little bit more about how the damage dealing happens. Mm. One thing that I was doing at first that is bad is if you knock, if during the melee thing, if you knock them into a building, it does like 10% damage. Yeah i realized City, that a which is late bad too so you can kind of like get them into the stun state and then fly at an angle where they aren't gonna get knocked back into a building um and then the other one is that um the I, I don't know if all the bosses do this i know the second boss does it where if so they'll kind of fly around stop in a certain spot and then shoot a few little things out and then if you don't kind of uh, get close enough to them to shake them out of it Uh, and make them fly to the next spot then they'll shoot fire like straight down and that does a shitload of damage yeah uh so if you like that's a good way to mitigate damage is just like just keep the pressure on keep flying at them not not necessarily shooting at them to do damage but just like keep flying at them to prevent them from doing that move
1: i guess that's an interaction i didn't think of is that it warns you that if you get too close to them they'll just fly away They'll fly away but you can use that to interrupt those big damage attacks yep Yep. Didn't think if, of
0: that. that. It's better than a, shooting them that out of it because it'll, of it'll take much longer to sit there and shoot them and wait for the projectiles to hit than it will oh, just fly shit. up close enough that they go, ah. You know, if we so
1: combine the things that I did with the things you did, maybe we could have beat the game.
0: Maybe we could have, you know. <laughs> we'll never know now. <laughs> uh, all right, well, did you have anything else to say about
1: undefeated? Um, well, there was one mechanic we didn't get to yet which was the did you ever get to the boss doing a big charge up ball yeah he throws it at the ground and then you can like yeah you can like catch it and then like stun him with
0: it yeah um, i guess one thing i i still want to say is that this game does it felt like being in dragon ball z and dragon yes. ball z is cool as hell <laughs> like yes zipping is. around and ca- throwing a spear bomb and then someone catching it i mean it's funny because yeah. it's like i want someone to make a good dragon ball z game I mean, that fighting game is supposed to be very good, but I'm bad at fighting games and I have no one to play them with. Uh, but mm. the other sort of Dragon Ball, because they, they make Dragon Ball games that are basically this, except for you're not in a city, you're like flying around in the desert. Uh, and they're, I don't think they're very good is what I've heard. I've never actually mm. played one, but I, I, would, I would love a good Dragon Ball game. You know, I'd love to fly sure. around as vegeta and fuck shit up that'd be dope know?
1: in fact that then actually another thing that they kind of reminded me of is like avatar the last airbender the final battle where he's flying around in his like spirit orb oh um, sure uh that would be another game that would be sweet to to like have uh really in-depth flight battle mechanics
0: sure absolutely mm-hmm. all right well if that's all, then we can tell people about the game we're playing next week. Uh, yes. So
1: next week we'll be playing a game that is called assimilation. Um, it's by, uh, itch user jester sheepy. Um, this is a game that was designed. It's actually from an older game jam, but from the 2017 epic game jam.
0: Um, wow, I didn't it, realize it was that old. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, it's forever. Uh, it's a game about some post-apocalyptic machines have taken over the world uh, setting where you need to retrieve your wisps. I don't know what wisps are, but you need to get them. Um, so it seems like maybe exploration with a hint of puzzliness or something. Um, yeah, but it seems cool. It, it looks gorgeous. Uh, I'm really excited to just explore the world. It looks really pretty. Uh, yeah, So that'll be dope um so next week we'll be playing that game if you want to uh play along with us you will be tweeting we tweet out a link to the game uh the week the, the when we send out the the previous um ep- week's episode we also in a comment to that tweet we uh tweet out a link to the new game um and you can find all of that on our twitter which is at edgeguardcast so if you want updates on the podcast, uh, new episodes, new games we're playing, or just some incisive Twitter commentary about contemporary indie gaming and game development, uh, you should you should follow us there. It's a good follow. So follow us at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, Assimilation next week, and we will talk to you next time.